Welcome to the last of the abridged episodes for the four-part introductory series today talking about stress and stress management. So here are the key points. Number one, address the big stuff. And Dr. Appleton talks about relationship stress and work stress being the two big ones. If you're having problems in your relationship or if you're having problems at work, what needs to change and who do you need to speak to and involve in the conversation in order to make those changes? Start there and if having those conversations does not lead to better outcomes in those big situations, then you need to consider perhaps removing yourself from those situations. Of course, that's a complex topic and you shouldn't just listen to what we're saying. This is These are decisions you need to make on your own. But if your major source of ongoing stress is with a relationship or with your job, that's something that is not just going to go away. So make a plan and address it. Then reframe the small stuff, the little emotional distresses that we face every day, the anger, the sadness, the fear and anxiety, all of these big core negative emotions that human beings experience quite often, just thinking about those thoughts, feelings and emotions. Where do they come from? Where is this coming from right now? Why do I feel this way? Where have I felt this way in the past? Is there a way that I can resolve this feeling right now in a healthy way? Can I just wait it out? Because chances are I'm going to feel better in a little while. These these things don't don't typically stay around forever. We get caught in the rumination of negative thoughts and feelings because we just run on that same old repetitive program without trying to reframe what we are feeling. In fact, we usually just try and distract ourselves from the thing that we're feeling. And this is when we turn to things like food, like technological distraction, like other forms of stimulation so that we can just escape the way that we are feeling rather than allowing ourselves to experience these emotions and letting them run their course. And this is where something like mindfulness, stillness, slash meditation comes in, which is just a way to be without distraction and connect with your passing thoughts, feelings, and emotions. So Dr. Appleton mentioned the waking up app, the Headspace app as ways that you can have your hand held while you learn how to practice mindfulness. And again, we don't want to get caught up in, in, in loaded terms here. It's not like you have to sit by a creek cross-legged with your hands at your sides on your knees humming and doing ohms. This is just spending some time by yourself, not trying to eliminate your thoughts, but letting your thoughts come and go and just realizing that this is part of being a human being and you don't have to grab on and attach yourself to every passing thought. Setting limits on things like social media is very important. If you're always checking your phone, if you're always on Facebook, Instagram, wherever you might be, being jealous of people, being bothered by things other people are posting. You read this thing that some person posted that maybe you don't even know and it just sets you off and makes you angry. 
maybe these are places where you shouldn't spend so much time. So while you might want to be on there looking at pictures of your friends, uh, family members, your nieces and nephews, so the, all these good things that social media brings to the table, while you want to do those things, it's probably not healthy to just constantly knee-jerk check your phone every time there is a free second. And this also circles back to mindfulness because when we constantly have a source of distraction, we never have to sit with our thoughts and feelings. And when we never have to sit with our thoughts and feelings, we never learn how to manage them properly. So constantly distracting ourselves with things like social media hurts us in many ways and further removes us from our ability to control our own thoughts and feelings or not necessarily control them, just learn how we operate with those thoughts, feelings, and emotions. Start your day on your terms. And what I mean by that is don't wake up and immediately look at your phone, look at your messages, look at your emails, open your social media account. That is a bad way to start the day. Wake up, get out of bed, start slow, brush your teeth, go make breakfast, have a tea, start your day slow. Don't start your day with distraction, with reaction, and going to all these places where you're just looking for some sort of immediate electronic distraction. Choose your slack. Everyone needs ways to decompress, but find ways to decompress that are a little bit on the healthier side, which can be going for an evening walk, sitting on the couch with your earphones in, eyes closed, listening to music, listening to a podcast, something like that. Everyone needs slack. Choose your slack. Choose your way to decompress, but plan it in a way where you are focusing on healthy ways to manage stress and decompress. If you're just sitting in front of the TV, mindlessly watching and eating and watching and eating, that seems like an act of stress relief and decompression, but it is only going to lead to further stress in the wake when you go to bed at 1230 and you're sick to your stomach and you feel like you're 20 pounds heavier, that is not going to be a net positive on your stress management. So choose your slack wisely. You need ways to decompress. You need, to waste, uh, you need ways to escape, but find healthy ways to decompress and plan ahead of time. And then lastly, seek help. If these negative thoughts and feelings are things that do not go away and do not run their course, and if they're sticking around all the time and causing you large amounts of sadness and anxiety, if you're feeling helplessness, hopelessness, despair, if you're distraught, any of those things that do not resolve themselves in a short-term period of time, you should seek help and speak to somebody before something like that becomes a big problem. That is the recap of stress and stress management. Thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.